0: Hey everyone, I'm Kayla.
1: And I'm Audrey. And this is Mordor She Wrote. This episode is going to be the prologue. This is a podcast where Kayla, who has never read Lord of the Rings or seen the movies and knows very little about Tolkien's Middle Earth, reads the books along with me, Audrey, who has read them many, many, many times. Some would say too many. But we're talking about the prologue here.
0: Yes. Audrey is my Gandalf and I am the um the clueless hobbit
1: <laughs> the clueless hobbit point. sure sure yeah
0: can uh, we please get somebody to do character drawings of us
1: oh god that would be amazing <laughs> hit Sobbit us up and Gandalf. hit us up if you want to do some character drawings
0: I'm so down
1: oh my god artsy
0: friends out there there's plenty of you so
1: it's true so, Kayla, we're starting yeah. pretty lightweight with the prologue. Um, it's divided yeah. into four sections. First is concerning hobbits, then concerning yep. pipeweed, then the ordering of the Shire, and then the finding of the ring. And then there's a little note about the text that um, it's really not hugely important because Tolkien is super self-referential about this huge world that he's written that you have not been introduced to yet, so it's not super important to you. The man uses...
0: The man uses footnotes in his own fictional work. It's
1: because he's written it like it's a history.
0: He's so extra. Things you would not get away with in the publishing world today.
1: Fun fact, Kayla. Here's your first of many fun facts about Lord of the Rings. Tolkien set out to create a fictional language and then realized that maybe he should create a people who speak that language and then realized maybe he should create a world that those people live in. And then the Lord of the Rings came to be
0: the fellowship of the ring okay yeah that's the first one
1: yes fellowship of the ring is the first one
0: i know sorry i was looking for i was pulling up me spark notes
1: oh you're good
0: you're fine okay
1: i'm just telling you this man was a linguist (laughs) who incidentally became an author
0: can i just read the first line of the spark notes page on, on the prologue to you
1: absolutely
0: Dense with detail, the prologue is an extended introduction to the history and customs of the race known as the hobbits.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) Tolkien is a sucker for detail, and he writes about hobbits like they are a true historical species that he's studied. Also, Kayla, one of the things you're going to notice is that Tolkien is going to give you multiple names for every place and person and thing and sometimes he's going to switch between those without telling you and the reason that he's doing that is that he's treating this like something that he's translated out of the common tongue of middle earth also known as westron oh boy so you're in for that kind of fun oh boy well what did you learn about hobbits in our concerning hobbits section
0: I learned that they're short. They are generally comfortable staying home and not doing anything over-exciting, They really enjoy smoking, and they are made of hobbit. What? I'm they're, sorry. I'm they're... gonna be a, I'm... What? <laughs> they're made of hobbit. I don't know. It's been been a hot second since I read
1: the prologue. Oh, you're good. I I just didn't know if you had anything in particular in your notes.
0: Well, you see, that was the section I did not take notes
1: on. Oh, this is going to be amazing then. It's okay. We already knew this was probably going to be a shorter episode than a regular chapter. Yeah. So the first things first in your concerning hobbits section, you're right. Hobbits tend to be short, between two and four feet tall. Uh, They're described as fat but nimble, also stealthy but not magical. Um, They eat six meals a day. They love to give presents. And there are technically three breeds of them historically, although in the present day.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. My brain is catching up with me now.
1: When Tolkien describes hobbits and and his world in general, it's super hard in these chapters where he's like presenting it like a history um, to tell yeah. when he's talking about present day versus uh, the past, especially because he made up his own timeline. Uh, of course he did. But traditionally, ancient hobbits there are three breeds, and uh, miraculously, these each of these three different types of hobbits has a particular friendship with one of the other species of Middle-earth. So you have the Horfuts, which are friendly with the dwarves, the Storrs, which mm-hmm. are friendly with the race of men, and the Fowl hides which are friendly with the race of elves. Uh, this is gotcha. not relevant whatsoever to Lord of the Rings.
0: Wonderful. I'm glad we spent time reading it. <laughs> I'm
1: keeping an open mind you have to because this prologue is more indicative of something like The Silmarillion, where Tolkien is really laying out like a history and a genealogy, um, versus yes. something like Lord of the Rings, where it is actually an adventure story. Um, he yes. also, there are weird things that I observed here, right? So he makes up some words which are quite, quite interesting. The first one is madam. Which is an item for which you have no immediate use but you're unwilling to discard. And My home is full of Mathums then. Hobbit you would be you're very hobbit like. I am a hobbit.
0: I'm just gonna I'm gonna claim my um my alter fictional being slash race. I'm a hobbit.
1: That Some I mean I agree with that. All you need unicorns. to do is move into a hole a in hobbit. the ground and, and you're there.
0: A hole in the ground would be cooler than it is here right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, But he makes up the word mathem, and then he talks about, uh, he says a little bit about how they're not warlike and cites some specific events and people uh, fighting when that has had to happen um, and talks about how hobbits like nothing better than... To read a nice genealogy of facts ordered in the way that they're supposed to be ordered, which tells you a lot about Tolkien himself. Yes. But you oh, mentioned—oh, I did
0: learn that did the common learn? speech has another name called Westron. Did we talk about this already?
1: Oh, I just said that just now because he was—he treats I'd these lost... books like he's translating it. I know. There's so oh, many details. Yes. It's gonna be so fun.
0: <laughs> i'm looking at the part about the shire reckoning and how it's in italics in my copy and i'm like oh lord man
1: oh he gets very specific the section about pipe weed in particular he he justifies how hobbits invented the concept of smoking and um makes up a fictional plant called nicotiana what does that sound I see like this I have no idea. Couldn't possibly be nicotine. Nicotine. And he goes so far in the pipes pipeweed section as to cite another book that's an imaginary book written by one of his characters from his book. It's Herb Lore of the Shire by Marietta Brandybuck. I, I cannot that. stress enough that this is not a book that he wrote. He didn't pull a J.K. Rowling and write like fucking Tales of Beetle the Bard, right? He didn't write Herb Lore of the Shire. It's a fictional book.
0: Somebody should write it.
1: And he has two quotes, like two paragraphs of quotes from it about how hobbits yes. invented smoking. It's great. I love it. I enjoy this is the how detailed he is.
0: I enjoy the descriptions of the different varieties of pipeweed, like Long Bottom Leaf, Old Toby, and Southern Star.
1: I would yes. probably be
0: the type of hobbit that smokes Old Toby.
1: Old Toby, yes. It's the finest weed in the South Farthing, Kayla. So, it's great. Nice. Uh, then there's the big section about how the Shire is set up. It's divided into four quarters. It's called Farthing's South, North, East, West. Uh, you mm-hmm. have some places known as Buckland, where the Brandy Bucks live, etc. cetera. He goes into a lot about, like, the counties and then talks about, like, jobs in the Shire and how there's a mayor elected once every seven years and how he's responsible for the sheriff, which is in charge of the police, also known as Bounders, except for that there's almost never yeah. any of those. <laughs> and also the only other job that they mention is messengers, because hobbits apparently write a fuck ton of letters.
0: Well, they're lazy as shit. They're not going to go visit somebody. Oh, oh. They'd rather just write them a letter.
1: No, no. They're not lazy, Kayla. You've missed a point here. They're not lazy. They just enjoy okay. things like eating and sitting around and sleeping and smoking. But they're very okay, good farmers. Okay, well, I
0: enjoy, I enjoy three or four of those things, and my parents call me lazy.
1: Well, your so, parents are not being very generous to you. Uh, I'm looking at
0: a map of part of the Shire. That was included in my copy. Yes. Which I'm sure is also in yours.
1: Yes. Um, Because the last section of the prologue is just called Finding the Ring. And it is explicitly a summary of the events of (laughs) The Hobbit. And also... (laughs) On the
0: previous episode of Hobbit
1: Adventures. Right. And it also makes the clarification that in Bilbo's telling of how he got the ring, sometimes he says he got it as a present. And sometimes he tells the true story, which is that he found it and then had to escape Gollum. And I assume that that's a cover for the differences in editions more than anything else. Um, but yeah. yeah, it, it's apparently an uncharacteristic lie by Bilbo. And, oh, just, just so our listeners know, Bilbo wrote the book that you know as the Hobbit. It's called there and back again in the Canon of uh, Lord of the Rings and or an unexpected so movie. even though Tolkien wrote it Bilbo wrote it
0: it is a bilbo something like that
1: but that's pretty much the overview of our prologue Kayla it how, how are you feeling so far how are you feeling about this journey
0: um Like many things in my life, I went in with absolutely no knowledge, and now I have more than I know what to do with. And by the end of this, I'm going to be a master at Lord of the Rings Trivia Nights.
1: Yes, you will be.
0: I'm also going to get a map of the Shire to hang up in my classroom this year.
1: Oh, I'll have to take a picture. So I have a picture of the map from The Hobbit, the map of the Lonely Mountain and dale and everything so um it's I hanging in my that. library actually
0: you need that
1: i bought it in new zealand
0: good for you i'll buy mine in the united states
1: i i am own so many lord of the rings things kayla you're gonna be tired of seeing pictures of them you're fine um, i feel like we
0: should also mention that audrey and aaron her husband went on their honeymoon in new zealand
1: yes we did it was amazing
0: and they climbed in a hobbit hole and had a great time
1: also accurate all of that is true i think that's it right I now think that's it. if we're yeah. if we're done with the prologue then it'll be on to chapter one next time but you i have can... pages of notes on chapter one. Who boy that's gonna be a doozy
0: hello friends thank you so much for joining us for the prologue and welcome on this long expected journey if you want to reach out to the show and see some extra nerdy bonus content like pictures of my journal, Audrey's honeymoon pictures, or pithy Middle Earth related tweets, you can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at Mordor underscore She Wrote. If you'd like to shoot us a message or have any questions about the show, you can email the podcast at MordorSheWrotePodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you've heard and can't wait for more, don't forget to hit the follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcatcher. Until we meet again. May the stars shine on the end of your road.